Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. He played tackle in the NFL for more than a decade. Matt Starks. Matt Starks. Maximum Maximum Brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty, East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. Please welcome, from the University of Florida, tackle Matt Starks. Yeah, hour number two of the show live from Media Row. Media Row coverage is brought to you by Canvas Annuity. Score up to 5.7% on your retirement savings. Max Starks is joining us. Okay, this is how it's going to work, Wolf. He's joining us on the Arizona Sports Line right now, but by the end of this, he will be in this convention center with us. Wow, that's so weird right now. So what, Max? Are you walking around? Is that what you're saying? You're walking around on the phone right now He's talking? Everywhere. Uh, no, no. I, I, I'm in a, I'm in a vehicle okay. uh, on a road, <laughs> driving from a location to a location. Oh, <laughs> and that can be as vaguely specific as possible. <laughs> well, that, that could be dangerous in the parking garage. I'm just saying, you know. Well, we might lose Max for a yeah. few seconds in the parking garage. Look, um, it's typically maximum football. The Super Bowl uh, is going on all around us. The, the, you know, media row and everything. But it's going to be all basketball today because the Suns make the trade for Kevin. Durant. So before we dive into any of the specifics or different angles, Max, just what was your reaction when you first saw that news? Oh, I was floored. I was like, what? I was like, what? Because, you know, I'm sitting there on on the couch with one of my buddies and we're like, oh man, what are we going to watch? We pick up our phone. We're like, what? <laughs> KD's getting traded? Oh, oh it, it, it was just a mad frenzy to get to ESPN and try and find, you know, coverage of it. Like, this, this is fake. This guy can't be real. And then we saw everything and Woj and all that. Oh my goodness. Think about the ire earlier um, I guess it was last year but I would say earlier in the football season um, when you're talking about free agency, you're talking about you know, KD possibly coming here, Kyrie wanting out and then it fizzles out, Jay Crowder sitting on the sidelines or at his house or wherever he is um, not participating, trying to find a trade partner, and then you know even Luke and I, Luke, you and I, when we were on, when we were on together talking about well, well, I would never trade Cam Johnson. We could do anything but Cam Johnson. We, we, and then, now you see it took a little Cam Johnson, Mikael Bridges, um, Jay Crowder, a, a, an absolute almost starting five of first round picks. But you say you know what, money well spent. In this yeah. situation, if you get KD in this situation and able to make this push after the All Star break and and get and get back into winning, I think it's a tremendous trio now with those guys. And yeah, it's, it's crazy. Kevin Durant is is about to be a Phoenix Sun. It's it really you know you bring up Cam Johnson, Mikael Bridges. That's that's the only. This is the only guy that was realistically available. I mean, Giannis isn't available. This is the only guy that. Yeah, I would even consider giving up that package for. And, and a lot of Suns fans have some trepidation today because it's like, man, we gave up a lot, and Kevin Durant has been hurt before. But, Max, you've played on championship teams. Don't At a certain point, you kind of have to go for it, don't you? Well, you, you have to, and you're also saying, well, at least he was hurt before me, right? You know, and hopefully he won't be hurt with me. And I think that's, you know, that's, a, that's what they're looking at. You know, he's had some injuries earlier this year. And, you know, coming out here, hopefully has that rejuvenation. You know, sunshine heals a lot of ills. And I don't think it's as sunny in uh, in Brooklyn uh, right now. So I think this is something that I hope the move 
the, the change of atmosphere, you've got some guys around you that are less combustible than the guys you had around you previously. Yeah. And hopefully he could just keep it about foot, uh, I'm sorry, about basketball and and really help this Sun squad because I think he could be an immediate impact and with and with all all of those guys being healthy together on the court it, it can actually be something special. You know, that's where my mind goes immediately is Kevin Durant walking into the locker room, walking into this new paradigm that is the Phoenix Suns locker room and being a team player all the way around. Who do you think this benefits the most? Because you could go in a, you could go in a lot of different directions, I think, in regard. Is it CP3? Is it DA? Is it Book? Who do you think it benefits the most if you had to pick one? I, I honestly think I think it I think it's D all of the above, right? I think everybody will gain something from. It. I think for DeAndre, this now gives him a little bit more 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 space in the paint. You know, he likes to be at the point around the three point line and then dive and attack. So what does that do? That sucks an extra defender out of the paint, allows DA to really focus on some of the low posts. Uh, moves and gives him freedom. I think it also helps Chris Paul out because Chris Paul doesn't have to really set the offense um, and get it to a specific spot. KD is a threat anywhere on on the offensive side of the half court, right? And then for for Devin Booker, the pressure to have to score. You take some of that pressure off. You now share that responsibility that you have two high level threat scorers on the wings playing that kind of you know stretch three stretch four position by kd and now devin now doesn't get the double team attention teams have to play them more honest on defense that you can't run boxing once you can't run these double team type off because it's like okay if i double devin booker guess what we're leaving kevin durant one-on-one absolutely not and then it's like i can't leave kevin durant one-on-one but now it's saying i can't leave devin booker one-on-one so now we have to play true so I think it really helps all of them out on the court, on yeah. the floor, because of the versatility that Kevin Durant possesses. It, it feels like you. It feels like you just spent a lot of money on a really expensive car, and it's like, yeah, am I really spending yeah. one hundred fifty thousand dollars? But I really want this car. So I mean, that's that's what the Suns have done. And Max, it it, it certainly it hit me. One of the first things that hit me this morning, and I think it's hit a lot of Suns fans for sure, is now you have this team with two Hall of Famers on it, and you know Devin Booker certainly could be on his way to that too. And Devin Booker didn't have to leave Phoenix to go play with these guys in Brooklyn or New York or all these other places that they, he was always rumored to go a few years ago. Oh, he's going to leave and, and, and go join a super team. These guys came here to play with Devin Booker. It's not the only reason, but Chris Paul and Kevin Durant are here because of Devin Booker. I just I, I think that's great because he stuck with it here in the Valley, and it's actually going to pay off for him. Yeah, he, he, he actually stuck to, hey, I'm going to make this a destination for other players to want to come out here. And I think the fruit to bear from this type of moment and this type of trade right before the trade deadline, I think looms huge. I think I think this now forebodes the future. This will bear fruit for many years to come. You're saying that if a KD, you know, who was the man in Brooklyn, who they tried to build a team around, who 
has been the guy that people look at as, you know, you argue year in and year out could be one of the tops when he's healthy. He said he wanted to come out here. Maybe I need to take a deeper look at that. And I think that might bring even more support players in the future. Guys that probably wouldn't have considered it, probably like, man, you know, I like Devin. He's such a nice guy. He has Coco 5, you know. Uh, hydration water and everything else. You know, but it's like, I don't know if I want to go out to Arizona. Now he's like, okay, you know what? Phoenix might be a spot. I'm just saying. You know, I like sunshine. You know, you might get guys actually rethinking how they look at the Phoenix Suns and the organization as a whole. All right, uh, Max is going to stick around. The Phoenix Suns just acquired superstar Kevin Durant from the Nets late last night. We're giving you the chance to be the first to get his Suns jersey. Text KD to 620-620 to register to win a Phoenix Suns Kevin Durant jersey. That's pretty cool. That's uh, KD to 620-620. Well, if you only have to text two letters, we're not giving that to Eddie so Johnson cool. either. Uh, <laughs> we, we come back. Matt Ishbia came in and made a splash instantly. So what's next? Max Starks is going to stick around. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports. The local sports leader. Arizona Sports. Dark. Max Starks. Max Starks. Maximum for Maximum for Maximum. With Wolf and Luke. Brought to you by Carol Royce. Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. We are out here at Media Row. It has gotten crazy here on Thursday, Wolf. We were here Monday. We were here Tuesday. We'll be here tomorrow. We weren't here yesterday because all the Matt Ishbia stuff. We wanted to make sure we had that locked up. And we we're at studios. Yeah. We can talk to him live afterwards. I, you know, I, I got to say, he never once mentioned in that 10-minute interview we had with him, guys, I got to go because I'm orchestrating a Kevin Durant trade. But yeah. that's ultimately right. what it sounds like happened. Max Starks is joining us right now on the Arizona Sports Line as well, and he's on his way out here. Um, Max, I tell you. You know, Matt Ishbia gets introduced as the owner yesterday. I was joking with Wolf earlier. It, it feels like he walked into James Jones' office and was like, we have 24 hours, but I only need 12. And all of a sudden, by 11.15 at night, they pull off maybe the biggest trade in franchise history. Yeah, no, I mean, you talk about making a splash. Um, you know, Matt Ishbia came in and said, all right, how do I introduce myself? What is my theme music? Kevin Durant. <laughs> give, give me KD Trey Fox. You know what I'm saying? Like I need music. this guy right now, and if I'm gonna, if it's gonna have my name on it, I want to make sure Kevin Durant's in a jersey um, of a name that I own now. Um, and you get the job done. I mean, this is this is the equivalent before the season started. Now, make, make sure I pre- I'm prefacing this before I. This was when Rob Walton took over for the Broncos, and they signed Russell Wilson to that deal, right? Like, it's a huge deal. It was something like, oh, my God, you know, this is a missing piece. Now, obviously, we know better about Russell Wilson, but the anticipation, the fervor, how things were perceived from that moment forward was like, wow, okay, this guy's trying to make some major waves. And I think it's the same effect, except for I think I'll have a better outcome. So I just want to put that out there. But that's the football equivalent when I'm comparing this to basketball about new owner coming in and making an instant splash, making that blockbuster deal to bring Russell Wilson from Seattle to Denver. Um, that's what this feels like to me. And uh, But except for I have, I have a lot more faith in, in uh, Kevin Durant than I do Russell Wilson. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, I'm with you on that one. Talking to Max Starks right here on the Wolf and Luke show. Talk to me a little bit about what do you think it does for the expectations of the players that are inside that locker room right now. This is something you and I can relate to. 
when an owner comes in and makes a splash like that, that is a big deal, and it sends reverberations throughout that locker room. Your thoughts on that? Well, well I, I think automatically it says, okay, we're on notice, right? I have to, I have to be a little bit more on my P's and Q's because, you know, with Kevin here, the expectation for us, the fans are going to be a little bit louder in this process. They're going to, they're, 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 they're going to be a little bit more fanatical, even though we know that's the whole basis of the word fan, right? It comes from fanatic. It's a shortened version of it. But you have to expect that that fanatical, fantastical type of emotion is going to be there, especially for that first game when, when he comes out. That's going to be an absolute crazy pandemonium uh, when, when Kevin Durant puts that Suns jersey on and goes running out onto the court. So you, it, it builds the expectation. It builds the standard. But I think it also, for the players, it's, it's, it's going to build the accountability for them, right? You know, people are going to be watching. So you have to be better. You have to be more efficient. You have to be in a better place um, and be a better teammate. You know, because Kevin Durant's going to demand that. And so I think this is a good thing as far as building up the team. And I think it also builds their confidence that this owner believed in us enough for the guys who are left standing, because obviously a lot of guys got shipped off, that, you know, that, hey, we're enough. We're enough with this now piece. So let's go out and get it. Max, the other thing with this, too, is, you know, James Jones has not really been known to make huge trades. Now, this is the extreme, right? But for the most part, James Jones has kind of pieced this team together. But over the last year or so, you know, the knock on him, if you were a Suns fan that wanted to see action, was that he hadn't really made any big deals. He was kind of in on them, but hadn't made a big deal. And then we hear over the weekend, all right, he was trying to get Kyrie, who at least I, I know I can speak for Wolf and myself, we really did not want because of what he could potentially do to the locker room, and he's not the player Kevin Durant is. But now, in the span of just a couple days, we hear that James Jones was in on Kyrie, and he pulls off a deal for Kevin Durant, so this feels like James Jones changing in front of our very eyes. Well, I think, you know, as you look at maturity and opportunities and experience, you, you learn how to maneuver, and you learn what it takes to get things going in the right direction. I think for James Jones, this is a maturity. Like he's learning from his previous mistakes. He's trying to figure out how do I get things done? You know, this is somebody obviously he wanted back back in the late summer, early fall, could not get it to happen the first time around. And so now you get an opportunity where you see what was brewing underneath in Brooklyn absolutely explode. And now you're like, okay, this is the moment to strike. This is the moment to do something. Let me go ahead and see who's available. You know, we start with Kyrie because that was the most public one. But then it's like, eh, I don't want to deal with this. So what are y'all doing with Kevin Durant? Well, hey, you know, it's, it's like when you're looking on a shelf and, you know, you're, you're looking for something and you're like, well, let me throw the other shoppers off. Let me, okay, this is this is an interesting can, but what's that can back there? Oh, there it is. I found the last one, right? <laughs> and, you know, I, I grabbed that corned beef hash. And you can't have it. I think that's kind of what he did. He kind of got people thrown thrown off, and then he went for what he really wanted. He wanted to open that dialogue with the Brooklyn Nets. So you inquire about the guy who's available, and then you realize he goes and says, "Well, what what about that other model over there? What what, what about this over here? Um, because you got rid of this. So what what's the use of this now? I mean, it's not what it was supposed to be. So I could take that off your hands for you. Yeah. 
you know what's amazing about it as well, Max? It's it's just the the schematics of it all right now. I know that a lot of people are focusing on, oh man, KD. Of course, he comes in here. What he's going to do for Devin Booker? Of course, and you can't blitz Devin Booker anymore. What he's going to do for Chris Paul and Chris Paul being able to facilitate as Chris Paul is wont to do from time to time. I, I have to tell you, I think also too, maybe it's just another way to try to get a hold of DeAndre Ayton and get the best out of DeAndre Ayton with with more consistency and bringing more consistency to the floor. I think this could be an eye-opener for him as well. Your thoughts on that? No, I, I think you're absolutely right, Wolf. I think, you know, the space that Kevin Durant will command will bring more space for DeAndre Ayton and allow him to be an even better player because he'll have more room to operate. People won't suck down into the paint as easily and as quickly, and you'll see him be able to do a lot more, whether it's moving block to block, running the triangle right to the free throw line and back down. He'll have more room to to play with that he can space out. And then, hell, there might even be some opportunities where he could come out to the three-point line and allow Kevin Durant to go down there and do some low posting up. Like, there's so many different options and configurations that they can go with because of Kevin Durant and his versatility. You know, he's not a guy that has to play exclusively down in the paint because of his height, right? You know, he's six foot eleven. You know, oh my gosh, it automatically has to center power forward. No, this guy is a threat with the ball in his hand, wherever it is, um, across the half court line. So now you can utilize and space and space him out to get the desired one on ones that you want with other guys on the team. Because you know not only will there be a physical presence there, but eyeball presence. Anytime Kevin Durant moves, you're going to have other defenders that are off the ball and away from him looking like, oh, where'd he go? Where'd he go? Is he coming to pick me? What's he going to do? I don't know. Oh, my God. And he creates that type of anxiety and buildup for other players when you're having to defend him. So I think absolutely that's going to help D.A. because it allows D.A. a little bit more free roaming space down there in the foraging zone. Wolf, too, it's crazy, and Max, you know, in this era where guys just scrub their social media account of their of their team if they just want to complain about money or something in the middle of the offseason or whatever, four months ahead of time, Mikel Bridges' uh, pinned tweet is still, I don't ever want to leave the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> if you just go to his Twitter page wow. right now, that's still the... And I'm sure he's just busy today, but it, it's, you know, it's still, it's just kind of fitting because that guy was like an all-timer. I know he only played here for four and a half years. He, If you were a Suns fan in these four and a half years, you will still be telling people about Mikael Bridges in 20 years. And you'll still be rooting for Mikael Bridges. You will, yeah. I'm so glad he didn't go to like Dallas yeah. or something where we can just still root for him in Brooklyn. Uh, all right, text us your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. This sets up a real interesting potential playoff series. Devin Booker and Kevin Durant versus Luka and Kyrie. What does Max Starks think about that if it happens? We'll ask him. He'll stick around next. It's Wolf and Luka in Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports. With Wolf and Luke. Brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty, East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. We are out here at Media Row. Seeing a lot of uh, 
recognizable people now today, Wolf. Yeah. Not like people I recognize that like we know, but just like, oh yeah, okay, there's so-and-so walking by. I mentioned Jerome Bettis before. Yeah. Gotta like get, TV people walking yeah. around. Deion Sanders walked by. Gronk. That was Gronk walked we, by. We got a good uh, Justin Jefferson story, but I, I want to save it for later on in the show. Yeah. It's a pretty yeah, good story. Definitely. You're, yeah. you're going to want to hear that based on these, but I will tell you right now, Gronk in a green suit. Boy, <laughs> you want to talk about standing out like a sore thumb. He's getting ready for the kick of destiny. Isn't Gronk always Goodness. stood out like a sore thumb everywhere he yeah, goes? I think so. he's pretty cool with exactly. that. Uh, Max Starks is joining us for Maximum Football, but of course today all that Maximum Football has been directed towards basketball because the Phoenix Suns have Kevin Durant. You just heard Aaron Maloney's update right there. If you somehow had missed it up to that point, you are probably in shock and pulling over right now. But yes, the Phoenix Suns have Kevin Durant and Max, it, it sets up a potential playoff showdown of Devin Booker and Kevin Durant and the rest of the Suns against Luka and Kyrie and the rest of the Mavericks. And as if this rivalry didn't already have enough juice a week ago, now you add Kevin Durant and Kyrie into the mix. Yeah, exactly, man. I mean, it's it's something that it's like, what is this powder keg going to be, right? Because you have two guys who left as teammates, who left their respective teams as teammates, could now be diametrically opposed, and they've got new toys around them as well. So it comes down to, you know, Luca and KD, really, and, and Devin Booker slash Chris Paul against, you know, going against Kyrie. So it's like, it's like I went and found better friends, and now I'm going to take those friends and see if my friends can beat your new friends. I mean, it, it's just, it creates its own storyline in and of itself. Can I tell you right now, though, guys, it's interesting that, yeah, I, I get it. Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic, oh, my goodness, nightmare on Elm Street, metaphorically speaking right there. But um, I, I think more of the Golden State Warriors. I think of the Warriors. Yeah. Can you imagine what this does? How does it pique the interest of Golden State? Well, I, mean, that's, I keep monitoring Twitter as we're out here to see, like, is Golden State, are they doing anything? You know what I mean? Because you know they're like, wait, what? Kevin Durant's in the Western Conference right now? It's that, I think, Max, is going to be very interesting as well to watch that. Does this spark anything? I, I'm, I'm thinking of Kevin Durant walking into the Suns locker room and the impact it's going to have, of course on Devin Booker, the impact it'll have on Chris Paul, the impact, I mean mental impact, on DeAndre Ayton that maybe he looks and says, you know, this is getting real. This is real around here. Not only is that Chris Paul, of course, but that is Kevin Durant. You knew and you know that DeAndre Ayton grew up, of course, watching Kevin Durant, I'm sure, and watching him closely and watching how he plays. The respect level has got to be off the charts right now. Is it going to do anything to DeAndre Ayton, but you know what? What does it do for the Golden State Warriors and for Steph Curry and Draymond? What does it do for them when they look at Kevin Durant? Does that spark anything in them as a team? I think it will. Yeah, oh, yeah, you definitely want to, want to see. It was like, wait a second. You left out west to go run east. Now you coming back west? Catching us when we're down? Okay, we see how it is. <laughs> we see we see what you're doing, and especially think about Kevin Durant. I, I got those receipts, Draymond. You know, because Kevin Durant also is a guy that frequents the, uh, the social media entities out there available for yes. himself to consume. So he's going. <laughs> yeah. So he's going to remember all of the all of them checks that were written uh, when they wrote him off. 
And I'm sure he will have something to say about that. I'm sure you'll get a little bit more life out of Golden State um, and future matchups coming up against the Suns. But I think for more, it just it brings that excitement back out here to the West. I mean, the East was definitely hampered, you know, and by 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 losing, you know. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving from the East and now bring those guys out West. Now it makes the West so much tougher because there are so many connections. I mean, even going back to just the old, the old Oklahoma City days, right? I mean, he played against a lot of these guys that are out here. He was in that division for a long time. And then he, and then he did the ultimate quote unquote unbelievable and think, well, he went and joined the evil empire, right? Which was Golden State at the time. And then he goes and wins the championship. Then he, then he goes out East and tries to rebuild um, you know, the Brooklyn Nets and create a new big three over there. That falls apart spectacularly bad. And now he's back on the West and he has a new potential big four that he will be a part of. And it's going it's, it's going to breed thoughts that he can't do it on his own, this, that, and the other. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, like LeBron showed us, just win. Just score. Just do your job. History will take care of itself over time. And I think for Kevin Durant coming out here, he's hoping to create some new history. And he knows he's had success on the, on the western side of the country. So why not come back to the place you feel familiar with and, you, and you've been successful? You're going to come back to that. And I'm glad that he's out here in the Suns uniform doing that instead of any other team that's closer to the coast uh, of, the, of the Pacific Ocean. Well, that's that's the other part of this, Max. And, and you, you would never make a trade this big for this reason, but it's a nice byproduct of the Suns got Kevin Durant today and nobody else got Kevin Durant. You know what I mean? It's not. I never believed like Golden State would have been a team that was in on him just because I don't know that he would have gone back or who knows. But it, it, look, that would have been terrible if Golden State got Kevin Durant or if somebody else in the Western Conference had added Kevin Durant. So now, not only do you get him, nobody else got him. And and it's funny you bring up the social media and, and just the way um, he is active on there because we talked to Jay Williams earlier and brought up, you know, every time Kevin Durant posts anything, he just gets a barrage of you can't win a ring without going to Golden State. I guess there will be an element of that uh, out there, that sort of Twitter hate, but that's always out there. But, man, if he wins a championship here, it's completely different. The Suns have never won a championship. Like, this is not the same as joining a team that just won two of the last three titles or whatever it was in Golden State. No, it isn't. I mean, you're literally going to change the fortunes of a franchise if you can, if you, if you can pull this off. Uh, you know, just like LeBron, right? When LeBron came back to Cleveland, stint two, and he brought that first hit. Like, it, just, it means something different. Like, there's no history involved with it. You're literally a part of the origin story um, for a championship caliber team becoming and seeing that through true fruition. And, you know, it, it's very rare we get to say, I'm the first at doing something. You could be a part of the first team to bring an NBA championship to the Valley, right? I, I think that's something that also, when you're looking back on legacy, no, I didn't do it. You know, yes, I went to Golden State, but look, look where I got my second ring. That's right. We went to a place that was always good, and I elevated them to great. 
you know, and I think that's something that also plays with it. And you're going to see it differently because, like you said, they didn't just come off fresh off fresh off a championship. They were in the finals a couple of years ago. You know, they made a deep playoff push a year ago. But when you hoist that trophy, it's a different feeling. And when you've done it for the first time and you say, hey, I was here. It's like planting your flag up in the North Pole, right? You know, it's like the first guy to do it. Well, my flag's here. So everybody knows I was the first one to do it. That's what Kevin Durant and this Sun Squad could potentially do. Yeah, for me, Max, again, I just wonder how he's going to come into this paradigm, how he's going to come in from the mindset of Kevin Durant. How do you come in and, you know, you don't want to be overbearing in any way, shape, or form. We don't have enough time to actually go into detail oh, this. is what this, we're going to get into, though. But this is back. what we are yeah. going to get into when we come back. Uh, listen for your name every day this week for your chance to win tickets to Super Bowl 57. Just text SUPER to 620-620 to register, and once you hear your name, call in within the time frame. You could be heading to Super Bowl 57. Plus, you're going to win tickets to the following events, the FanDuel Party, Bud Light Music Fest, and the Super Bowl Experience. So, again, text SUPER to 620-620. We're running out of time this week. Uh, When we come back, what will Kevin Durant do for the culture of the Suns? You're talking about adding an all-time talent, but what does it do to the actual mix of the team? Max Stark's going to stick around for one more segment and give us his thoughts. He is two-time Super Bowl champion, after all. Uh, It's Wolf and Luke at Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports. Dark. Max Starks. Max Starks. Maximum for Maximum for Maximum. With Wolf and Luke. Brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty, East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. Hi, welcome back. It is Wolf and Luke. We are out here at Media Row. Coverage brought to you by Canvas Annuity. Score up to 5.7% on your retirement savings. Max Starks is joining us. It's maximum football, uh, typically, but uh, today it is obviously maximum basketball, if that's such a thing. And monitoring to see if any other teams make deals here, Wolf, because the Suns trade for Kevin Durant, and it just felt like, all right, we're done. But I'm sure other teams, like you were just saying last segment, are like, um, the Suns just got Kevin Durant. We plan on winning the title this year, too. So I'm assuming there's going to be other moves here in the next hour 15. I saw the Lakers traded Thomas Bryant away. Nothing big, though. The Pacers the Pacers got George Hill, which I found fun just because I'm, I was so yeah. sick of having to debate, hey, are the Suns going to get George Hill? <laughs> yeah. All right, Indiana, since you took everybody else from the Suns, you can have George Hill, and the Suns will just take Kevin Durant. And, of course, we all know what else is out there, too. Well, Fred Van Vliet. I, now, I was all in on Fred Van Vliet. Toronto hasn't. Uh, they haven't broken the team okay. up yet. Yeah, OG Ananobi. I was all in on these guys as well. But, man, if you would have told me that it was going to be Kevin Durant, I just, at this point, did not even see that coming. And that is welcomed, isn't it? Well, we got Max Starks here. Max Starks won a couple Super Bowls, so I think he understands the concept of team pretty well. Uh, Max, look, nobody can question the Suns' talent at this point, locally or nationally, when you have Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and, you know, you've got DeAndre Ayton, too. So there's there's four extremely talented individuals, two of them surefire Hall of Famers. A third one, Devin Booker, is, is well on his way. Um, you've got the talent. Now, how much of, a, of an adjustment period is there to make it into an actual team? Well, I, I think you have to look at it and you have to start over, right? You have to start some of your pieces 
um, over because you do lose Mikael Bridges, you do lose Cam Johnson, which I know Cam, Cam's been out of the lineup, you know, for a majority of the last two months. So, uh, you know, that, that's not really like a big adjustment, but you know, having to figure out how. You know, KD is going to fit into this office, which, you know, I now give Monty, you know, the Rubik's Cube, right? You pass it on to him to, okay, and he's usually he's usually a minute 30 guy. You know, I feel like he'd be a quick Rubik's Cube um, handler. But I think he, I think when you already knew that this was a possibility that we're, or what James Jones was doing, I'm sure Monty already started working on, okay, what does the rotation look like? Okay, how does he fit into the system? The concepts that we're trying to establish, how much cross over is there for what he was doing in Brooklyn and what we do out here in Phoenix? How does he how does he find his role? Is there is there something that's quickly identifiable to say, hey, you're this, and then you know we're going to work you into it slowly, get him up to the speed of how and pace of how the Suns play. Even though I feel like I feel like Brooklyn plays at a very similar pace, um, but I think it's going to be something that KD showed great crossover skills and transferable skills. He went from oh. KC to Golden State, right? And I felt like that was kind of a similar situation, even though he did have a young Harden and young Westbrook on there. He was the focal point. And then you go to a Golden State team, a team championship caliber team that's won championships. They got their core, and you're now inserting yourself into that core and being a support auxiliary guy that can take over in moments. I think that similar role to Golden State will be something that they look to try and implement here where we're going to bring you in to fit you as a part of Chris Paul, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton. We're not looking at you to be the star like you were in Brooklyn. When Brooklyn brought him from Golden State, he was it. He was the North Star for this team, face of the franchise immediately. The thing, he comes here, he is a name, and he is a franchise in and of itself, but he is not the face of the franchise, which is Phoenix. That that belongs to Devin Booker. So for him to come in and, and be that, quote-unquote, you know, it's crazy to say Kevin Durant is an auxiliary player, but auxiliary from the from the main standpoint of being face of franchise weight um, carried. He doesn't have to put that backpack on. That's Devin Booker. Devin wears it proudly. And like you said, he didn't move. He just he, he stayed here. And you see the benefits of having your superstar in your face stay here, be happy, do some great things, and it breeds other people to be drawn and gravitate towards him. And and none bigger than KD, but I think KD is going to be that that support style player. He's going to be him. They're going to give him one on one opportunities, a lot of ISOs, but it still runs through Devin Booker and Chris Paul. So, what do you think that looks like, Max, on the floor? What What do you think the mindset of Kevin Durant coming into this paradigm, playing with Chris Paul, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, getting to know teammates on a personal level once again? How does that manifest itself on the floor? What does it look like to actually go out and play? Do you expect DeAndre? Do you expect uh, Kevin Durant? Sorry, I'm getting my KDs and DAs mixed up. Do, do you expect Kevin Durant? Durant to kind of seize control of play on the floor immediately, or do you see him kind of easing his way into the rotations? 
yeah. No, I, I, it's, it's not going to be him seizing control. I can tell you that right now. It's not going to be seizing any control. It's going to be him fitting in as a part of the team. Because, once again, this is a team that's had some success, but it has its nucleus in place. They did not go get Kevin Durant and then build the team around Kevin Durant. And I think that's what KD comes in. He knows what it is. Hey, this is Devin's team. This is Chris's team. And, you know, and today's NBA, they play so much ball, like, outside of the season, together at gyms, pick up, ball, going internationally, you know. I mean, you know, they, they played on they played on, uh, on, a, on an Olympic team together. I mean, so these guys know each other. Yeah. And once this news broke at 11, you have to be, I, I can almost guarantee he would, Kevin Durant has already spoken to Chris Paul and Devin Booker. I'm I'm sure they have each other's cell phone numbers. So (laughs) there's already been that conversation. I think that's what you look at and you say, all right, this is what we have. Hey, man, how, how, how's it go down there? Here's what I see. What do you, you, you guys call it. You guys tell me what, you, what y'all need to see coming in there because I wanted to come here. You have to also remember, this was one of the two places he wanted to come when he was asking for a trade earlier before the season started. So he already knew he was coming to be a part of and not be the focal point. So I don't think he comes in and tries to take over everything and start you know, pointing the magic wand and, and tapping on Brooks and they come to life and start washing your floors. No, that's not going to happen. He's going to come in, and he's going to be the guy. So you're coming in and say, I'm here to insert and accentuate this aspect of the game. Here's where I can help improve what, what you're trying to get across and what we can do together. It's, it's more of a partnership versus a new dictatorship. No, I think you said it right there too, Max. I mean, this is this is the sort of move that teams in the Valley don't ever seem to get to make, right? We were talking about this last week, and, and trust me, if my choice is Kevin Durant or Sean Payton, I'll take Kevin Durant because there's a lot more as long as he stays healthy that you know you're getting with Kevin Durant. But this doesn't happen without Devin Booker. Uh, I would argue without the reputation that the Suns have built up over the last couple of years. We had Jay Williams on earlier. He's like, man, you guys are well known for having one of the best fan bases in the the NBA. There's a lot of now peripheral reasons, but it all starts with the simple fact you have Devin Booker. He stuck around here and it has attracted two of the best players in NBA history on Arizona team. Sports. Oh boy. Breaking news. Uh-oh. Well, what have we got? Her Sham Sharania, the Oklahoma City Thunder, are trading Darius Baisley to the Phoenix Suns for Dario Sarge and a second round pick. So they weren't done. Wow. I like Paisley. Whoa. It's, it's not Kevin Durant. I like Darius Paisley. This is nice. He's a good, like, he's a really good, solid player. Um, okay, so James Jones, Willing and Dylan. Well, once he broke down that wall, he's like, I'll just trade everybody. Wow. Okay. Well, we all wondered, was he done? And you know what's also interesting, guys? TJ Warren is coming back. Scoring Warren. Right? Tony I mean, but think about it, man. We have not even talked about that almost two hours into the show. <laughs> The other part of the I, trade, I understand, of course, and I understand <laughs> that. But think about it, man. That TJ Warren coming back as well. I loved it. All right, Darius Baisley too. We'll react to that. Max, thanks for sticking around, buddy. I know it was a is a crazy day, but we appreciate the time. I know you're busy this week. Oh man, no, my pleasure. Like I said, guys, I always look forward to being on the show with you guys and talking to you. We will definitely recap maximum football next week. We'll get back to football, but this was definitely a maximum basketball hour, and I loved every minute of it. 
and especially with the result that it was, Kevin Durant, a son. Yes, yes, you know, love you, Max. And by the way, tell Craig I love him too, okay? All right, I will Red Rover that message on over. <laughs> right, bro. Thanks, Max. That's, uh, that's Max Starks joining us right there, as he does every week for Maximum Football. All right, another trade for the Suns. We will uh, we'll react to that and everything. Kind of a busy Wolf and Down Your Lunch. Coming up next, it's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.